welcome to the 17th episode of Conscious Awakening, where we talk about spiritual shiz and holistic forms of healing and just whatever I really want to talk about. Today, <laughs> <laughs> today we have Ritu Lali of Tea Curious. Um, she's a writer and professional tea nerd. Uh, that's what she's, it says on her Instagram. <laughs> but she's pretty much like a tea consultant, tea practitioner, and I know she's been doing this for years. So I'm really excited that you're here. I'm Thank really excited you. Too. Yay. Yay! Yeah, I've known you for like I don't know six, seven years now. So it's been a while. It's a yeah. while. Yeah, and I, I always knew that she had her love for tea. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I think this was destined to be because I still remember that night when we rolled a green tea joint. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made a joint out of tea leaves. Only tea leaves. <laughs> only, only tea, tea leaves. leaves. It was only, I only swear, tea only tea leaves. leaves. But that was a fun experience. It was really delicious. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, that was like years ago, ages ago. Holy crap! But okay. it's interesting to see how the journey. Yeah. The journey keeps going. So wait, how did your journey of tea start? Yeah. So people are like, okay, Re, you must be from some tea family, or you're Asian. That's why you like tea. I'm like, no, man, we Filipino. <laughs> like Filipinos <laughs> don't like tea that much. The kind of tea that we drink is like powdered Lipton. Even worse than tea bags. Yeah, my mom. So, <laughs> my mom drinks that. <laughs> yeah, I have no like family background in tea. Um, I didn't grow up with tea, but I share that because it's not about where you came from. Tea is just universal. Mm-hmm. Like everyone can learn about tea, no matter what your roots are. And I learned about tea from my sister giving me a chai, like a crappy chai from Tivana. You know, um, that I fell in love with like years and years ago. And now I say it's crappy now because it's. A lot of flavorings and a lot of added stuff to the tea that just ideally you don't want. Yeah, it takes it away from what it actually yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it takes away from the core of what tea is. But is it a gateway? Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I trade notes with my yoga friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, I have like mixed feelings about people who do yoga. At, like you know, really like yoga that's stripped away from the core, like of core of yoga practice. Yeah. But without those, can you really?" start your journey yeah you it's can't like that start of your awareness yeah, yeah yeah like if you brought this to me seven eight nine ten years ago i'd be like what the hell is this what mm-hmm. am i gonna do with this it's like a museum piece oh yeah it's something if, that if you're I not love. watching she's pointing at her i don't even know what you call this it's a tea tray it's, it's a, a tea, tea tray. tray yeah yeah oh yeah by the way we are in her lovely tea room so if you're not watching y'all are missing out because we're gonna do <laughs> live tea demonstrations right now yeah yeah <laughs> So it's, it's, it's not, um, you can also just listen to the sound of the tea, that's okay too. Yeah, the ASMR but tea. <laughs> I wanted to share this because it is a form of practice, a form of meditation, and it can be anything you want it to be. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be formal, it doesn't have to be intense. It could be like a five minute before going to work, like I need my tea, just mm-hmm. take care of myself. Or it could be a five hour meditation while drinking tea and you mm. see how that tea you're sitting with changes the way that you feel and the things that come to mind mm-hmm. which is why before we started filming I asked you hey Rara how are you doing like how are you feeling yeah uh, because the wrong tea can actually change someone's energy mood and uh, performance mm-hmm. really uh, which is stuff I had no idea about when I started yeah tea, when you, you first know? started yeah, and, yeah you know if you get a tea bag from the grocery store or a super like flavored sugary like chai it tastes good but i fell in love with traditional tea because it it's like the natural essence of the time and place where that plant was mm-hmm. no sugar no nothing mm-hmm. it's just the person who plucked it the person who grew it and the person who made it mm-hmm. and that energy goes all the way to you and then it changes the way you feel yay and then it's really That's freaking so cool. delicious and then it's also <laughs> amazing yeah like, so, taste-wise. because i mean uh, you and I both like love food, mm-hmm. and tea is like, dude, I get to explore flavor all day with no calories. Mm. Like thousands of teas, mm-hmm. thousands of flavor profiles, but it's clean mm-hmm. and good for you. Mm-hmm. You can't really do that with wine uh, <laughs> or I coffee. Wish you <laughs> I wish you could, yeah. Yeah, but I would stop after a glass. I can't lightweight. I'm lightweight too. <laughs> That's another thing yeah. to talk about. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's how I started was the curiosity from what is this chai? And then is that how you birthed Tea Curious, the name Tea Curious? Yeah, I, I you know, I, I've uh, I've been doing tea for about 10 years now. Not all of it has eh? been... Why did, why did it stop? Yeah, so 
I, I mean, my teacher has been like, like 10, 11 years now. Mm-hmm. And T-Curious wasn't there from the very beginning. I've been working on T-Curious for about two years now. And that was after uh, I spent three or four years in the wholesale industry at T-Let, which mm-hmm. you came with the tea house and you saw the community yeah. that um, we created there. And that brought me to, you know, going to Asia and learning where this plant is from, how it grows and just how much the culture and spirit of the people in the place affected. Mm-hmm. And then when you drink it, of course, from the very beginning, you're not going to be like, oh, like my Lipton tea bag makes me feel like energy. Yeah, like, yeah. You're not going to sense it. It took me seven years until I was like, wait, like what's going on? Like, why do I feel different from mm-hmm. this tea? Like, did you put something in my water, dude? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, water. That's yeah. something I'm totally mm-hmm. going to ask you about later yeah, too. So it's, uh, um, I named Tea Curious Tea Curious because no matter what it is, no matter what practice you have, tea or any other kind of consciousness practice, I think the best way to keep going is to be curious all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially with tea, I feel like it teaches me that you are never done learning. Mm-hmm. And the moment that you stop learning or you think that you know enough, the tea kind of like reminds you, hey. It like slaps you, it's like, nope, nope, nope. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. It, um, it rewards open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. And you never stop learning. It's crazy. So I, when, when people are like, oh, V, you're my tea master. I'm like, no, 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 please don't call me tea master. You're like, I'm not a master. <laughs> the, the, the path is so long. It, it doesn't even take, I mean, it'll take like multiple lifetimes mm. to know everything. Mm-hmm. But, but even then, can you even know everything? Yeah, right. <laughs> there is no end to learning, I feel like. There is no end. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's, that's tea to me. Yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we talked about water. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually when people drink tea, they just, you know, slap. Maybe they like boil some water, put it in, or like they just take some hot water from their water dispenser. But from you, I learned that the temperature makes a really big difference. Yes. And the type of water yes. makes a big difference, right? So for those of you who are listening or watching, if you're curious, like, okay, Tea, really? Is it not just a tea bag that I put in my mug? It totally can be. I still do that, um, especially if I'm in a hurry. But if you want to get the most out of your tea, you really do want to pay attention to water because water, I have tea is like 99% water. Mm-hmm. It's the core of, of tea. And um, we live in Las Vegas and our water sucks. <laughs> like, a lot. <laughs> so if you're using tap water, you will actually mute the flavor of the tea. Mm. And the tea can't express itself. Um, in China, they say that the best water to use for a tea is the water from the place where it comes from. Uh. It's a match with like where it came from, mm-hmm. what it wants to become. Of course, we can't we can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Just go straight to China and get some water real quick. <laughs> yeah, you can use like filtered water. You can use um, uh, spring water collected from a nearby spring. Vegas doesn't have nearby springs that I know of. Mm-hmm. So I actually formulate my own water with um, simple household items like Himalayan sea salt and bamboo charcoal because uh, the inside of your bitter filter is actually bamboo charcoal. Inside. Oh, really? Activated bamboo charcoal. Oh, maybe I should use more of my bitter yeah, water. <laughs> yeah, but you can actually do it by yourself inside your kettle or mm. in your storage for, oh, uh, for cool. water. Oh. But yeah, with the raw water, you can't you can't start really getting into the tea, especially for us folks here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The flavor just goes away. <laughs> oh man, I use my tap water and then I just boil it. <laughs> yeah, which is not bad. It's a start. I spent years doing that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, it's very important. Ooh, so are you, are you about to? Yeah, so what I'm is, opening. What's the word brew? Um, yeah, I'm gonna tea? brew some tea. Okay. So brew, infuse, make, mm-hmm. um, steep like are all the, the same ways. So what is yeah. this tea? So I picked this tea because we we girl fam. This is my <laughs> this is a, a tea that's made by my teacher in Taiwan. Oh. And they're an all female tea master family. Yeah. Yeah. And it just gives me a lot of joy to brew this. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler. So yeah. what is it called? So this is an oolong tea. It's called Ali Shan. <gasps> you read my mind. Really? <laughs> I love oolong. Good. Yeah. And then yeah, everything that you pick for your tea practice. It's like the tea that you pick. Does it have a story? Does it not have a story? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to. Maybe you can make your own memories with it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the tea scoop that I'm using is from a trip to Taiwan I made three years ago from 
a uh, someone who's descended from like a long, long tea family, mm-hmm. but he's our age. Oh, and he makes tea scoops. And oh, he's like cool. the shy kind of like, you know, didn't talk very much. But the moment that I looked at his tea scoops, I'm like, wow, these are beautiful. He lit up. Aww. And it was like, I'm glad you like him, you know. And I, I just kept like nerding out over this thing that he made, and his energy just kept, you know, just opening up to me mm-hmm. until the point I'm like, I need to take this home because I need to take that experience with you home with me, mm-hmm. you know. And that's we haven't even brewed tea yet, yeah. Know? And that's already that story building up. Yeah, and it's, then it, uh, it lights a light in your eyes too when you see it, say that story. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And tea just it's just a way to bring joy or whatever you need at that moment. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're gonna I'm gonna have you smell this. Okay. For those of you who are uh, listening, it'd be better to watch, but don't worry, I'm just having Roro smell mm. from the warm teapot. Mm. <laughs> and is it nice that's nothing added to it? Yeah. And it's so like, what do you smell? It's more like earthy, kind mm-hmm. of. I'm really bad at like saying notes. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some of, the, some of the best tea tasters I know are not notes based. Mm. So something interesting about tea and coffee in the West is that we're very notes based. Like we're like, oh, it tastes like pine nuts and blackberry mm-hmm. and um, the unripe skin of a pear that's been harvested in the spring of 2018. You know, like, like it's really, you're gonna know that. like it's really, right? Like you've seen those wine lists mm-hmm. where they get really into it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm a professional taster and I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just like to taste tea. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and I used to be like that because I thought, oh, you gotta be like, really cerebral and like fancy when you taste tea mm-hmm. and then me i like went to asia and then when i started talking to these people like the real tea masters i'm like yeah i taste like fresh cream and orchids and freshly they're like what are you what are you talking about like what <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's the sense i got i felt like such an asshole because mm-hmm. i'm like i thought that i knew tea mm-hmm. and they're like just sit and drink it mm-hmm like a gentle, like, shut up and just drink it mm-hmm. and see what it makes you. And just, like, enjoy it and feel, feel it. Yeah. And in China, Taiwan, the people who practice tea, I learned this from them, the flavor is important. But what use is the flavor if the tea makes you feel like shit? Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't open your heart? And I learned after a while that there were some teas that I poured for myself that would make me be really pissy. Mm. Like, really pissy. Mm-hmm. As in, like, I would get into an argument with someone that I... I usually never get an argument with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, that's not me. What happened? Mm -hmm. I know I'm a stable person. So what was that? Okay. And the next time it happened again with the same tea, I'm like, You're like, whoa, what's going on? And then up to this day, I can't drink that particular tea without getting worked up and Mm -hmm. unhappy and kind of low. And if you look into the way the tea is made, it was made with a lot of like chemicals and... Mm. pesticides which you know are useful in some contexts Mm -hmm. right like i'm not just like oh only organic but with tea because it's such a pure snapshot of that place Mm -hmm. if there is a lot of like greed and impatience Mm -hmm. that you put into the plant like the intention isn't pure yeah yeah yeah. like it's not going to be it's not going to manifest clean Mm -hmm. necessarily so now I'm not 100% sure all the time, but I can actually taste if a tea is chemical or non-chemical, oh, like wow. organic or non-organic, mm-hmm. based on how it makes me feel. So that's, that's also very important. This tea that we're, we're brewing, this oolong from Taiwan, is um, made from an organic farm, you know. Uh, they only use like soybean, uh, soybean shreddings mm-hmm. to like fertilize the soil mm-hmm. so it's very very clean it mm-hmm. lets the tea speak for itself what are you where did you come from oh, i can't wait to try it. what is that <laughs> mountain that you grew up in mm-hmm. what was the sun like that day that you were picked what was the rain like what was the season were you cold were you hot what were the people feeling when they picked you so how can you tell when the tea is done steeping just you feel it <laughs> I got used to it. It's almost like cooking, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But at the beginning, I was like, I need a scale, and I need to, like, time it. But the best teas, actually, you can just leave, and it's not going to make a big difference if you oversteep it. Yeah, because that's a big thing for me. I don't like it when my tea oversteeps. Yeah, see if it's oversteeped for you. Oh, okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Should we cheers? Yeah. To the first tea. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, love. 
I hope we're friends for a long time. <laughs> I remember that she would always say puns. <laughs> mm, that's so good. So we're in the first steep of this tea. And every steep, there's a change, right? Yes. So mm -hmm. good tea will open up over time. So that's the cool thing about tea is that even if you're not interested in the consciousness part of it, which some people just have not sought their... their, their um, interest right now mm -hmm. you can go so much into like flavor and texture mm -hmm. and culture and you know anything you want it's um when i put this tea table out people just come with an interest and i got to suss out like what do you want to talk about mm -hmm. I, I brought this table to one of your parties once remember that yeah no oh my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like at first i was like this is when i first started doing that i'm like this is really awkward like and really nerdy mm -hmm. but then i realized when you put this in front of someone it's like an invitation to be like... Yeah, my friends all like crowded around her. Like, oh my God, what is that? <laughs> what is that? And not everyone was really into it necessarily, but mm -hmm. it's okay. And everyone had like a different interest. Like I met your friend um, who was into like uh, ethical clothing and fashion. Oh, none. Um, none? Was it none? No, Sweet Scent of Jasmine. What's oh, Jasmine. Well, Jasmine. Jasmine, yeah, that's yeah. right, that's right. Um, yeah, and I was talking about how tea from a place that is, you know, clean and good intentions is good. Mm -hmm. It feels better. And she's like, yeah, same thing. Like, I feel really passionate about makeup and fashion that's clean too. Like, I can't wear things that are not helpful for other people in the environment. Mm -hmm. And I would have never known that if I didn't start talking about the tea. Mm -hmm. So that connection came out. Yay. And then I met your friend Brian. Yeah. And Brian's more like about flavor. He's a big foodie, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, this tea you know, it tends to be friendly and Taiwanese teas have a more buttery and savory taste. He, he locked into that. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's anything, there's everything that you can put out for someone who sits down. Mm -hmm. And it's the ultimate way to hold space. Yeah, their experience is their own. Yeah. But essentially you're, I, it's all the same experience essentially, but yeah, everyone has their own takeaways from it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Everyone is there at the same tea table, but everyone's experience is different. It's just like life. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty much life. Yeah, it's it's it always drives me crazy that like in a good way that everything about life I can somehow find in a tea table. Oh yeah, like art, culture, music. Mm -hmm. People are passionate about music. They're like, oh, like can you match music to tea? Like totally. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there are studies that they've done in wine that the kind of music you play will change the way you taste wine. Oh, I like if you play that. moody music, mm -hmm. you'll think the wine is darker. Oh yeah. And if you play light music, the wine you taste is gonna be more peppy, like mm -hmm. a white wine. It's crazy. Anything you want, um, ethics, organic versus non-organic cultivation, whatever passion someone has, they can find it at a tea table, mm. which is really friggin' cool. <laughs> Man, this is so good. Uh, yes. So it's it's a way for me to have my personal practice, but also. A way that I've been able to connect with so many authentic, genuine, passionate, good people. Mm -hmm. It's it's like a hack. Mm -hmm. like if you want to meet cool people, drink tea. Yeah, but essentially, you're meeting cool people because you are a cool person yourself. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's true, it. though. Um, I'm sure, like the intention I, I, I try to put out, certainly. But the tea definitely helps. Mm -hmm. You know, because if someone's impatient or not open-minded or thinks that they're too good to try something new, they go away. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, it's, I've met so many wonderful, authentic friends through tea. I, I'm able to go to so many different places and then just hit up someone who's a tea friend mm -hmm. I know online um, and be like, hey, I'm in town in Italy. Did you want to meet up? They're like, sure, yeah, we'll so pick cool. you up from the station. Yay. And then we have the most amazing time over teas we've had before, even mm -hmm. if we live on the other side of the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm, they're like best friends yeah. to me. Tea is universal. <laughs> tea is universal. Uh, and it has a mag magnetic energy to bring people together. Oh, yeah. I definitely believe that. And I feel like that's the same way with coffee, too. But I feel like I haven't really met someone who... Well, maybe I have. I just don't know it about them to, like talk more about the conscious side of coffee. Mm -hmm. I feel like Jared does from Vesta. Have you ever gone to Vesta? Um, I have, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who Jared is. He's the owner, sorry. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. Spitting out names. That's all right. But yeah, I just, 
I want to learn more about coffee as well. It's just I don't know anyone who's really been doing it for years and yeah, not yet. Yeah. I will meet somebody, and yeah. I, they will be on my podcast. <laughs> I would love to see that because mm-hmm. uh, you can learn so much from other, other, um, other flavors, other industries, other plants. You know, mm-hmm. coffee is another plant. Yeah, tea is another plant. Yeah, different energies, different, uh, different things they can offer. I feel like uh, out of like coffee, wine, and tea, tea is the most kind of chill. Mm-hmm. Wine is a little bit more like sexy and romantic. Mm-hmm. Coffee is a little bit more um, like a cerebral, just a tiny bit. And then tea is a little bit more like goes down to the heart a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I, I actually do drink coffee for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And same thing with tea. If the coffee is not good, I feel horrible. And if the coffee, like the barista's like, oh yeah, it's been you know, organically grown and we roast it in-house, mm-hmm. a lot of love, like you can really feel it, mm-hmm. I feel, when you, when you drink the coffee. Yeah, because I actually don't really drink coffee that much, but when I, if I ever do drink coffee, I only really go, get it from like Vesta yeah. or just, like locally, local, local coffee shops, I can speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I could tell that like just they could just put more love into it. So. Yeah, I, totally. I just appreciate all the time and the work that they do to like go out. So like for you, I, Jared went to Colombia, I believe, or Ecuador. I don't remember if I'm butchering that. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, he basically did the same like you did. Like he met the farmers. Uh-huh. And oh, that's he, amazing. He made, yeah. So I'm like, yay! I'm so glad you're here in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> okay, so I have no idea. So. So yeah, I don't. I couldn't really taste a difference between the different steeps, but I just know that it tastes really good compared to all the other oolongs I've ever had. In my <laughs> life. That's okay, because if you think about the intention, like you know, be kind to yourself. Are we looking into the tea? Are we? Do we have a notebook in front of us? Mm-hmm. Are we like sniffing it and like evaluating it? We're just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. So who like it's it's going to be difficult to pick out the different flavors. Mm-hmm. So right now the tea is just acting as a a medium. Mm-hmm. Later on, if you want to, like, you can practice and like, okay, what does it taste like on the second steep? It serves any purpose that you want Mm -hmm. in your practice. So sometimes I'll have like mornings where I'm in here for like six hours writing notes, doing experiments, and this place is a friggin' mess. Mm Because like, tea everywhere! Mm -hmm. Oh, speaking, (laughs) water everywhere. Oh my gosh, wait, speaking of experiments, so when it snowed in Vegas, I saw in your story that you collected snow. I did. So So you could test the water out in the tea. So how was that? <laughs> it was worse than I thought. Really? Yeah. Oh, it was man. really sad. Um, like I, I knew that okay, snow isn't always super clean, mm-hmm. especially in the city. But I live next to the mountain. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not like right in the heart of Las Vegas. So I figured it was gonna be okay, and it rained a lot the last few weeks. So I mm-hmm. thought maybe I'll just try it out, and I thought maybe it might taste a little bit funky, but not so bad. And then I tried it, and it tasted like distilled car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like smoke and mm-hmm. like chemicals. I'm not just exaggerating. It tasted really bad. Oh, that's so sad. And though. I'm usually the kind of person where like if you put anything like funky in front of me, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. No problem. Yeah. But it was so dirty, even here, like which looks like a pretty like nice and clean area right mm-hmm. outside my window, right by the mountains. What more in like a city like LA, right, mm-hmm. where you, there is no like not as much, uh, it's just so smoggy. Mm-hmm. And I shared that with my, uh, I always share with my tea community because they helped me learn and trading notes is the best way to learn about any practice, mm-hmm. especially tea. And <laughs> I'm not sure it's because I, I love tea, but the tea teaches me lessons. Mm-hmm. And by doing that, what turned out, what started as a fun experiment, like, I'm gonna collect some snow mm-hmm. and brew it, became like kind of like this sad, like, Wow. Like, this is like, what the world is coming Yeah, like, yeah. even the air outside my window, which I th- take for granted, is dirty. Mm-hmm. And, like, it wasn't like that, like, 200 years ago mm-hmm. when the native, like, Paiute Indians were here, living here in, like, Las Vegas and Rock Canyon. Like, they kept it clean. Mm-hmm. They loved it. Like, they owned it before we ever did. Like, mm-hmm. what right do we have to, to pollute the environment like that, you know? And I just felt like the tea was teaching me a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were doing tea 20, uh, 200 years ago, the people could collect the rain and make it for tea. Mm-hmm. But humans have now, humans including me, are so disconnected from how we take care of our planet. 
Mm-hmm. You can't even collect the snow from outside your house and drink it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. that's so sad. So it, it became like a little lesson. Oh. Yeah. I think it was a big lesson. Not a, big, <laughs> not a little lesson. <laughs> yeah, a big lesson for sure. Oh, uh, man. But that's crazy. Because there's just a lot of stuff out there. Like when I look in the sky and I see chemtrails, I'm like, that's probably a, um, a factor that's going into why the snow is how it is. Totally. And, I just, I don't know. Yeah. But we, I feel like people around our age and other other people too are like making conscious efforts to be more aware of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Mother Earth to Mother Earth. Mm-hmm. But there is still a lot out there that aren't as aware and that's okay because yeah. you know they're on their own journey. Yeah, yeah. We're here to help spread that message as much as we can. For, uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I relate to that a lot because... I mean, again, just culturally, Filipinos, I don't think we really care, like, much about, like, environmental causes. Just the way we grew up. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't really taught much about it. Even just being a kid in the 90s, I think. That was before everyone was like, okay, like, global warming and recycle. Like, I just think of how much plastic and, like, crap I've yeah. consumed over the years before I even knew. I still do, but at least now I'm more conscious about it. Mm-hmm. And I can reduce it. And... So yeah, I, I was never really aware of it. It was through tea that I was like, wait, like, and the environment is not this far away concept. Mm-hmm. It's right here. Mm-hmm. And we're putting and it in cup. our body. And we're putting it in our body. Yep. Yeah. And it, it, you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really can't. And like you said, everyone has their own journey. I found, again, my environmental consciousness through tea. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to sound cheesy because every single thing is tea related, but yeah, that's my life. No, it's like but every that, single, everything has started to become like, revolving around my practice Mm -hmm. but um going back to like an episode that i had that my friend said we have lessons from nature tea Mm -hmm. is nature and Mm -hmm. you're learning all your lessons in life from tea so Mm -hmm. there's that circle that just keeps on going and you keep on growing yes that's right Mm -hmm. this uh this cup of ours the leaves here just imagine how far away they came from an island across the sea Mm -hmm. right did they take care of that land did they not and then Lucky us, we live in this day and age. We can bring it here to Las Vegas in the desert, put it in a cup, and then drink it. Mm-hmm. You drink that place. <laughs> yeah, essentially. And you drink that love from the person who grew it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. How does this tea make you feel? I don't know. I feel peppy now. <laughs> I feel happy. Yeah? Yeah. It's pretty much how I feel. Maybe it's also because I'm having an awesome conversation with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Me too. I feel pretty peppy. Like, I feel more awake than earlier. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel like my vibration has raised a little bit. Yeah. So. This is a, a pretty peppy tea. So I picked this tea because, um, you know, the story, it's from my teacher. And she makes a tea from a partner she's been working with for so many years. And I, I really admire them. They taught me so much mm-hmm. about just gratitude and like she poured this for me when I first met her a tea like this but even like a expensive high grade Mm -hmm. just objectively speaking very you know expensive tea Mm -hmm. and I met her at a tea expo and she saw me brew tea and she's like I think that you would like this would you like to try it Mm -hmm. it's this tea called Dayuling it's the highest elevation tea farms in Taiwan very unusual to get it and I told her, I never had it because I'm always afraid it's fake. Mm-hmm. She's like, don't worry, this is real. You want to try it? Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure, here's the guy one, the, the teapot we're using. You want to brew it? She's like, no, you brew it. No. And this, this, this complete stranger that she just met that night, how did she trust me to appreciate what was the gift she was giving me? You know? Because mm-hmm. I look back now, I'm like, holy crap. It's almost like, like think of um, like the most expensive thing you own. Mm-hmm. What's the most expensive thing you own? My RV. Your RV. <laughs> so Celine, right? Yeah, Celine. Imagine you walked out of my house into Grand Canyon and you're like, hey, dude, do you like RVs? And the guy's like, I like RVs. And you're like, here's the keys. Bring like, her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's that trust. It's that trust, mm-hmm. but also like open heartedness. And when I drank that tea, just my, I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. It felt like a cloud was just blossoming inside of me. I still remember that moment. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that open heartedness, I would not have experienced that. So another lesson from tea. This yeah. is crazy. Just open your heart more. <laughs> yes, this is a story of the tea, but um, I picked this tea not just because of my personal experience, but I noticed that when I do pour this for people, people have that consistent higher like 
higher energy, higher、mm-hmm. vibration feeling from、mm-hmm. this tea. It's bright, it's joyful, peppy. Yay! Yeah, and I, I honored my promise. I'm not going to brew anything too intense. Yeah, <laughs> no, it doesn't doesn't seem, <laughs> see, seem intense to me. Yeah, it's very friendly. Yay! But it's just. The synchronicity of like, oh, I was thinking of oolong, but I didn't tell you. But then you brought it out.、Mm-hmm. It's just wild how that happens. It is wild. <laughs> there, there are times when I'm, I'm brewing a tea. Yesterday, I was brewing a pu'er for my friend in Seattle. Yeah, I love pu'er. You introduced me to pu'er. <laughs> Here you go. I have a lot of pu'er, but you gotta go work later, so <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah, no. We can talk、Not、about today. Can, maybe after this, we can talk about the different types of tea. Oh yes, yes, yes. So yes, people yes. can try to use it for themselves too as a tool. Because、um, I mean, my tea journey is great, but more importantly, for other people to use it as a tool, I think、mm-hmm. would be great. But、um, sometimes, yeah, I was drinking a pu'er, and、um, I saw the story on Instagram of a friend who went, who was at the shop where I got that pu'er in Seattle. Oh wow! Literally, and I was like, dude, I'm dr- literally drinking the same pu'er that I had from that place, and I that was the first time I opened it,、mm-hmm. and I've had that tea since last year.、Mm-hmm. That's synchronicity. <laughs> like in the last 360 days, I haven't drunk a tea from that tea shop.、Mm-hmm. I haven't.、Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, at the same moment that I'm home and I'm looking at this, like, what? Yeah.、I'm、like, say hi to Dafe for me, my friend.、Mm-hmm. And like, I know it's like through a phone, but still, like the energy of it, like. Yeah, there's that transfer. Yeah, my friend who's there, so I get to say hi to that person, and that person is reminded that I'm drinking their tea and、mm-hmm. appreciating what they do. So totally, like I'm, I'm sure that you're manifesting it. Oh yeah. I want oolong. <laughs> and then you talk, mentioned pu'er, so I, I was thinking of pu'er too, but I was like,、mm, I want、uh, oolong has been my thing lately. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe we'll see where the the tea journey takes us. Yeah. <laughs> so,、um, so what are the different types of tea? Yeah. So、uh, I wanted to share this. I was thinking, like, what can I bring of value、uh, to folks who are listening?、Um, it's probably The ability to use tea as a tool for yourself, just as powerful as like food.、Mm-hmm. Like think about when you eat Korean barbecue. Like I love Korean barbecue,、mm-hmm. but I don't like how it makes me feel after.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Food coma. Yeah, but it's it's a tool for me to be with my friends and hang out.、Mm-hmm. You know, and it's communal, and it's worth it for me to feel bad after, just at this point in my journey. Right? Yeah. Tea is the same way, in 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 that you can use that as a tool to make a certain feeling, a certain space for you or others.、Mm-hmm. So oolong tea is just one of five main categories of tea that are very common. There's white, green, oolong, black, and pu'er or dark tea.、Mm-hmm. So again, it's white, green, oolong, black, pu'er. And these five different teas feel totally different.、Mm-hmm. Totally different. So I use them as ways to change my mood, my energy. Literally, if I drink the wrong tea, I'm like, I messed up. <laughs> Now I can't work. You know,、yeah. like it's that bad. Yeah.、Um, not everyone's going to be so sensitive, but after so many years of doing tea, yeah, I have one sip, and the tea affects me immediately,、mm-hmm. which is cool because、mm-hmm. it's almost like. I can feel great without any other substances than just、mm-hmm. just leaf just juice tea, with tea. water. Leaf, leaf juice, <laughs> it's great. And tea is very cheap for how much you get from it. Honestly,、mm-hmm. uh, compared to like wine or coffee, you can get tea for pretty cheap. So oolong is very friendly. It is the most diverse type of tea, but usually very fragrant. Lots of flavors to explore. So people、mm-hmm. who Love exploring flavors. Usually, like oolong tea,、mm. and it's、uh, just typically not going to mess you up too much.、Mm-hmm. Versus something like <laughs> mess you up, yeah, pu'er, <laughs> yeah, dark tea. So pu'er is this fermented tea.、Uh, pu'er is spelled P-U-E-R-H. Pu'er.、Mm-hmm. It's a fermented tea, and some of those pu'ers are stored for like twenty years in someone's basement. <laughs> After it's been made from like 200-year-old tea material,、mm. just like really funky stuff. Yeah, and some of those can be very relaxing, and then some of them can really like, like, f you up, fam. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, basically, <laughs> f you up, fam. Like I have 
at, at the tea shop here in Las Vegas, Tea and Whisk, where I host my workshops, depending on what tea we're brewing, you can find people like laid out on the couch just because they got hit by the wrong kind of energy. Mm. Or not wrong, but just way too relaxing to be in public in. So they're just like yeah. sprawled out. Yeah. And a lot of the puers can do that because mm. they're very like, they're, they're made in a very intense way. Um, the plants that they come from are a more like intense form of the tea plant because tea plants themselves are diverse. Like Fuji apple versus Pink Lady. Yeah. What do you like better? I don't know. You know? <laughs> What's your favorite kind of apple? I don't really eat apples. <laughs> we don't eat apples. Okay. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> Well, I like Fuji apples, and I hate Pink Lady. Oh, really? Because it's I don't think I've ever had tart. Oh, I, tart. I don't think I've had a Pink Apple or Pink Lady in a while. So. Oh, what yeah. fruit do you eat? Watermelon. <laughs> Watermelon. There you go. You know how? Like, no, I love fruit. I just specifically don't really eat apples. Okay. Yeah. So, like, um, what about just melons in general? Yeah. Yeah. It's so like a like yeah. So like a, a gala melon versus a Korean melon versus mm. like a cantaloupe. They're all like melons, but they're different forms of melons. Oh yeah. Teas like that too. So some teas are very sweet mm-hmm. and friendly, mm-hmm. like oolong. Yeah. And then some tea plants are like really like earthy and intense. <laughs> I like your voice changed so earthy. Yeah, <laughs> because they, they they can really feel that way. Uh, yeah, that's poor. That's poor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a big big rabbit hole. So if you want to like, uh, some pu'ers can be very grounding though, because some of those tea plants they send roots deep down into the ground, and they've been growing there for like hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. And they just have that grounding quality because of that very nature attuned feeling. Mm-hmm. So there are pu'ers I use to feel that way too, mm-hmm. that I can never get from an oolong unless it's um, also like deep roots from the plants. It's, it's very complicated, but. These are at least just some like pointers people can use. So, oolong's friendly, pu'er is intense and earthy, kind of serious. Um, white tea makes me really, really focus. Mm. Like a lot of productivity, very pure. Uh, I also like to meditate with white tea. Um, white tea is the closest to the tea plant that you can get. Mm. It's the most, like least processed. Oh. So it tastes the most like the actual plant itself. Mm. And tea's got a lot of magic, you know. Oh yeah. Like compounds yeah. in it, like caffeine and mm-hmm. alethine and all these amino acids. So white tea kind of delivers that pure punch of like tea, mm-hmm. tea essence. And when I'm writing, man, I've done like experiments where I'll do my word count on different teas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like which tea makes me the most productive by word count? And white tea, I can do like, oh, like. Bunch of words. <laughs> a bunch of words. Yeah, I don't even remember. Um, I think I wrote. I once wrote like a 500 word piece mm-hmm. in like 10 minutes. But it's polished. Whoa. Polished. Oh my gosh. Like ready to publish. I was like, mm-hmm. what the heck? Because I'm usually the type of person who takes a long time to mm-hmm. to write. So white tea helps me with focus and productivity. And then green tea is also very good for focus, but um, it's a little bit more hype, more like pure like electric energy, mm-hmm. um, like matcha. Oh yeah, Matcha. so it's it's like a sprint. Yes, much. Yeah. yes, it's very peppy. Uh, white tea is a little bit more like pure and like serious focus. Mm-hmm. Green like tea a is marathon. a bit more peppy, like a marathon. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I want to exercise, probably like green tea is the energy I would think of to get into. Mm-hmm. And then black tea tends to be like warm and cozy, mm-hmm. especially for people who grew up with Lipton tea bags because the fam- familiar taste mm. brings you back to a time and place. And then more simple, black tea. So warm, cozy. Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Yay. But also a little bit, you know, awakening. So uh, black tea, people like to drink it in the morning or afternoon when you're feeling uh, like kind of just, you need a gentle boost to energy. Because mm. sometimes green tea can be very like harsh in the morning. So if you drink green tea in the morning, by the way, don't drink it on an empty stomach. It's mm. a popular myth that, oh, drink green tea before breakfast. So you know, it'll kick up your metabolism. In China, they don't drink green tea in the morning because it's too raw for the stomach. Mm. And it kind of shocks like the stomach because mm. it's very intense. So stuff like that. Little things to do with medicine and the tea. So yeah, that, that was another thing too that you wanted to kind of talk about. Like mm-hmm. tea is a plant form of plant medicine, right? Yeah. So different plants have different 
vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. You've talked a lot about different plant medicines and different vibes in your other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, the energy of tea, I feel, uh, is like this, just as a, as a whole, like all tea that's well made. It's like this old, gentle grandpa. No. Who's been there all this time. And I didn't know. Mm-hmm. So when I first like realized that tea had like its own like energy, mm-hmm. like within the plant itself and not just how it made me feel, I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. it explains everything. Like why my tea journey is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people's. Um, it is patient. It is kind. But if you think you know too much or if you're being a little asshole, <laughs> grandpa's going to be like, hey, I love you and all. Yeah. But stop. Because I've been punished every single time my ego gets a little bit too big oh, for yeah. me, even just a little bit. And like, I find like being able to like, don't not let your ego get ahead of yourself is very important to me, mm-hmm. but I'm human. So sometimes it happens. Yeah. So when I think like, yeah, I got this, like, I don't got to prepare for this workshop. It'll be yeah. fine. It, it goes horrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't even blame anyone. It's just like, I just thought I was too good to mm-hmm. prepare. Mm-hmm. And it just, tea just reminds me like, you gotta be more patient. More patient yeah. and conscious of the people who are giving your energy and mm-hmm. conscious that you don't know everything, mm-hmm. you know? That, that's the energy of tea. So it's this gentle plant medicine. Um, you can't, it's like, okay, there are these big plant medicines like peyote or ayahuasca mm-hmm. yeah. or even like DMT. Um, Salvia, I'm scared of uh, stories of salvia are really oh, scary sounding. I've never, I've never heard of it. Actually. Oh my god, yeah, they say that the plant energy in salvia is like this, like the universe. It's like a being in the universe. Mm. And if you try to, like, yeah, let's just get fucked up on salvia, she yeah. gets really mad. Oh. And she'll put you in like a really well, yeah, crazy like place. That goes for all plant medicines. Yeah. If you're just using yeah. it, if your intention is to, you know, get fucked up. Then. Yeah, yeah. Which I usually just rely on tea because it gives me everything I need, you mm-hmm. know? But yeah, like salvia, they say, is the worst because it can make you feel like, you know, when you, when you take it, it's been like 10 years that you're in the trip mm. when it's only been oh. 10 minutes. Oh, wow. And it like shows you like really scary like forms of like time and space. I'm like, it's really scary. Oh, wow. Um, but th- these forms of plant medicine can be very profound and big, but you can't sit them on a tea table and ask a stranger, hey, dude, you want to do some salvia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to do some ayahuasca right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not as accessible. So this is like a daily plant medicine that people can use as a way to still connect with, um, you know, something natural and possibly medicinal. That's not necessarily like mm-hmm. that intense. And something you'll learn lessons from. <laughs> yeah, every single day. Every single day. Like I like to ask some of your friends from the other podcasts, could you do ayahuasca every day? <laughs> oh every boy, day. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean. Can you do mushrooms every single day? Every like day. every day? So I've just been <laughs> doing plant medicine every day. Yay. All of a sudden for so many years. Yay. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Like, cause I've never really seen tea as a plant medicine until you brought it up mm-hmm. one day in conversation. I don't know if it wasn't conversation or if somebody just told me that you told them, but that's besides the point. <laughs> um, you found out. You still found out. I still found out. Yeah. And now I'm aware. Mm-hmm. But I did want to ask about the topic of getting tea drunk, cause you okay. you've mentioned that to me before. Yeah, so this is an actual thing. People are like tea drunk. Mm-hmm. You serious? Yeah. Like SRS? <laughs> SRS? <laughs> <Question> mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad I can talk to you like this because it's like, you know, 90s well, kids, 90s kids speak. I mean, we've always <laughs> talked like this. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But it's, it's like, oh, it's like, you know, it's the one little thing me and Rosemary can do. But yeah, you serious? Tea drunk? And I'm like, dude, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because people are like, oh yeah, tea's for grandmas and doilies and like, little fancy cups, <laughs> you know. Tea drunk? Like, you sure you just don't want to go to the bar and have, like, a drink? Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude. You're like, this is way better. <laughs> this is way better, and you'll feel like you took mm-hmm. something. Um, tea drunk, there's a term for it in Chinese, too, which is, it proves that it's real. It's called cha tsui. Just, like, full of tea. Like, just full of, full of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it can make you feel 
buzzy and almost like high mm-hmm. but in a focused way mm. and what that is even if people don't ascribe to like energy it's the caffeine and l-theanine and all the compounds mm-hmm. tea has this compound called l-theanine <laughs> and you can you can it already recorded that part yeah. so you can just continue okay. <laughs> so and it's one of the only plants that has it and we like caffeine but it makes us feel like jittery mm-hmm. a little bit if we have too much of it mm-hmm. and then you crash that's the, the problem with caffeine. So you need, you need that fix. Mm-hmm. And uh, while caffeine gives me a lot of energy when I'm drinking coffee, that kind of anxious jitteriness is not super ideal. Mm-hmm. L-theanine interacts with caffeine so that your body uptakes it a little bit slower. So instead of going, woohoo, let's go to the moon with caffeine, and then you crash, mm-hmm. it's like this slow, gentle release over mm-hmm. many hours. It's a gradual. It's gradual. Um, so that's the basis of tea drunk, but there's all this other stuff that the tea plants taken up and produce that will change the way that tea drunk is. Because mm-hmm. it could be like tea high, like woohoo, yeah, like let's sing karaoke. Woo. I've seen people again sprawled out on the couch because yeah. they're so tea drunk. Sometimes, and this sounds really weird, but when I'm tea drunk, like everything seems really bright. Like mm-hmm. ooh, like the shape of your glasses is really intense, or the lights are really bright and. <laughs> Everything seems like you put up the sharpness on your, you know, no, for your your photo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like sharpness and structure. Like, well, oh, well, yeah, all and clarity. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just from the tea. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what exactly the scientific explanation is. I think it's because of the compounds that are in the tea. But sometimes you feel it so much, you forget that, like, where you are. I'm like, where am I? Mm-hmm. And what am I doing? Like, I know I'm having tea with my friends right now at the tea shop. Mm-hmm. We've been here for four hours. Mm-hmm. But... I also am not sure if this is real or not because like, <laughs> you're so teaching. What is real? <laughs> you're floating away, and but it, it's not a it's not a bad feeling mm-hmm. unless the tea doesn't match you. Mm-hmm. I think it's actually a nice escape because you get to connect with other people who are feeling these kind of fun feelings and mm-hmm. enjoying the taste of the tea, and you forget that outside there's a stressful world where there's bills to pay and people who don't like you for stupid reasons and mm-hmm. you know it, it it stops time mm-hmm. but also at the same time makes it very fast because as people have told me whenever they have tea with me or other people they're like i'm gonna be here for an hour yeah and then it's like five hours <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy Yay. so whenever i do meetings like mm-hmm. tea meetings just as a business person I have this problem of like, okay, they wanted me for one hour. It's not going to be an hour. It's probably going to be three know, hours. Yeah. I just know. Mm-hmm. That's why I slow travel when I do travel because tea forces you to slow down. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you don't get the lessons. You don't get the enjoyment. Mm-hmm. It brings you back to like this more basic way of enjoyment. Like like the way that they, you see the Italians on TV, like wine and good pizza mm-hmm. and, you know, pasta with the family laughing mm-hmm. to the midnight. Yeah. It's the same feeling that tea gives mm. sit down for a little bit you know make tea yeah laugh laugh have some relax, food have a good time get tea drunk yeah into the midnight <laughs> it's really great 6 a.m no oh man we've had some people go late wow. at the tea shop i, I believe it. it yeah the longest i've ever poured tea was 21 hours wow like this with no breaks that's insane were you like <laughs> at a festival i was at a festival oh, okay. yeah so i like to bring this tea table to like music festivals um, from my tea days, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, it's a way to like ground people. Because people get really hype at festivals sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes they get out of themselves, or they go there expecting an experience, and then they don't get what they want, and mm-hmm. then they feel like, oh, I'm anxious now because this is not what I expected. Mm-hmm. What do I do? So bring something completely weird, like a tea table. Yeah, something you like don't expect. Tea, yeah, yeah, something you don't expect almost gives them a way to like, wow, it's a different experience. Mm -hmm. And it's art as well, a form Mm -hmm. of art. So yeah, people just come sit down, complete strangers. Again, Mm -hmm. this is like almost like an opening of come in and have tea with me. Speak to me, I will listen. Mm -hmm. Or listen, I will speak. Whatever you want, your choice. And it's just a steady stream of people comes and sometimes I can't leave because people are just so excited to sit down and it turned into 21 hours without a break. Without a break. Did you not eat? I was not eating. Yeah, I was oh, not eating. Oh boy. Okay, it was, all you have is pretty tea. intense. I, I didn't need it because there's so much energy coming into the space. Mm-hmm. People's stories, people's 
life stories, not、mm-hmm. even just like what was happening outside. But yeah, you know,、um, I just ran into this one one band that I really love. I can't believe it. Like, just a visceral. I don't even know you, dude. You sat down here like five minutes ago, looking like, "What the hell is this?"、Mm-hmm. And then now you're telling me about your life, life story, <laughs> stories,、yeah. and loves and fears. Like I've had heard so many incredible、Ooh. stories over the tea table. So yeah, it's a way of holding space. Yay! And then they get tea drunk. And then they get tea drunk. Yeah. So tea, yeah, stops time outside and then makes t- time go really fast and slow at the same time on、mm-hmm. the inside,、mm-hmm. which is enjoyment, you know,、mm-hmm. like. The Harvard Happiness Study. Have you heard of that?、Mm-mm. They、um, so Harvard, one of Harvard's like longest running studies. They tracked people for like decades, asking them at different points of their life, like, "How's your money? How's your career? How's your relationship? How's your living condition? What are you doing right now? How are your relationships?" And then they answered, and then they asked them to talk about how happy they were. To see what happiness is over、mm. a lifetime, and what they found so far, just in like just distilled down to a general statement, is that it's relationships, like friends,、oh, yeah. at the end that make you happy. Which I knew, but just seeing the science behind, I'm like, wow, that's so true.、Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah, it might be nice to have like a cushy job and not worry about all this tea stuff and. You know, not having to go to Taiwan for a month. You know, it's a、mm-hmm. lot of it's, it's 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 jarring. And I'm an introvert, and my job requires me to like be very open and forward. And people don't believe that I'm an introvert. I'm like, yeah, trust me. After this, I'm going to sleep on my couch and like not talk to anyone <laughs> for like ten hours straight. <laughs> but it, you know, for ten hours straight,、mm-hmm. and but it's so worth it for the relationships that you build. Oh yeah. Like, I can't buy that. I can't build a house big enough to house it. The relationships that I have through tea make me so happy,、mm-hmm. and the ability to just have this tea table, pour some water, pour some tea out, and drink. Twenty-one hours. Seriously,、mm-hmm. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Twenty-one hours. I like can't go over that. But that. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I'm not surprised because this is what you love to do,、mm-hmm. and. I I can only imagine how high the energy was when you were doing that for twenty one hours straight. It, it blew by. Yeah, it blew by.、Oh, I I bet. Yeah, I think it was like twelve noon until like nine in the morning the next day. Oh my、time. god! I like whimpered a little. <laughs> <laughs> But it was so fun.、Mm. Like, I, even, that, I, I mean, that's all that matters. I can't remember even any suffering from that day. I don't、oh, think yeah, I would do it again. Yeah. But. I remember at the in the very very at the very end, people are like well, my friends who are also pouring tea because it's like a community of、mm-hmm. tea people. They're like, "Ree, have you you haven't eaten anything? <laughs> have you slept yet? Have you left?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm good." I told them, "No, I'm good." Yeah, and they're like, "We need to get you something." And then someone brought me this bowl, um, like of someone who had been having tea with me all night, came back with like a bowl of like f- like fresh. Like made from like a co-op in like Oregon where he lives,、mm-hmm. yogurt,、mm-hmm. and on top was like this, like wild raised like heritage bacon. Oh wow! From a friend who literally raises his own pigs、oh, and like、wow. feeds them, takes care of them, and then when it's time for them to be slaughtered, like does it in a mindful way, like ultimate. Not even just like on the label.、Mm-hmm. Like that's the dude's pigs who、mm-hmm. live in his backyard.、Mm-hmm. He takes care of it and loves,、mm-hmm. and like really cares about, and then makes. Make it after. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure if I could do that, but I admire it. That's the best way to do it, right?、Mm-hmm. And he just brought it to me, and I was so tea drunk out of my mind. <laughs> and there's just this bowl of like sparkling bacon and yogurt. Yeah, in the bacon and yogurt, though. I know it's weird. <laughs> it, it made sense at the time. And like the the, the light just sparkling in the trees of the forest and、mm-hmm. the festival. I was just like, wow, tea's really good. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good. People are good. Yeah. Cheers to that! Cheers to that! I already, I already drank mine. You drank yours. I have. I probably drank、um, over ten cups already. Yeah, you're guzzling. Yeah, yeah, I'm guzzling. It's really good. I love oolong. Yeah, it's it's really、Cheers. tasty. Makes us talk. All right. So I don't know. The GoPro like stopped three or four times already, but I think we're hitting the hour mark soon. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything that you want to add that you haven't gotten to talk about yet? What about you? I've been talking a lot, so I know it's, it's, all, it's all you. I'm about to、okay. Will Smith you. It's all you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, 
I guess in, like we can just summarize because it's a lot of information mm-hmm. and it's a lot to take in. But like actionable steps, right, mm-hmm. for the journey. If you're interested in this, maybe okay. Look, look what's inside your cupboard and see what teas you have. A lot of people are gonna have like that sad box of like black tea bags at the very, very back. <laughs> you forgot about that it. You forgot about yeah. that. You're like, uh, this is from like five years ago. Someone gave me gave me as a present. No worries, it's okay. Take them out and then try them. Oh yeah, does tea expire? Tea does expire. Okay, um, I figured. If it's not properly stored. Ah, uh-huh, okay. But if you store it properly, you can have like 1960s teas. Oh yeah, because you're saying pu'er lasts yeah. like twenty uh, plus. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's very rare to get those because they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. But the oldest tea I've had is a 1960s tea. Wow, that's I crazy. Love that's time when ago. my mom was born. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but yeah, uh, take the tea and drink it and see what it makes you feel. And for those of you who are, you know, this is conscious awakening, right? Mm-hmm. People who eat clean and practice and are more attuned to themselves, or at least listening to what their body is saying to them, will have an easier time of this. See if it makes you feel anything. If there's nothing, then I'm like, so many people are so conscious about what they eat and other things that they drink. What about the tea? Mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of people who are even more like conscious of what they consume and how they live their lives than I am, and then they drink crappy tea bag tea. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm just like, dude, one more step. Yeah, make Here's your another tea step. wonderful. Yeah, make yeah. tea wonderful. Because a lot of the time, the tea bags are so far away from what the tea could have been mm-hmm. that the energy and the good feelings are are not quite as potent, or they're lost completely. You know? Mm-hmm. Do you think we would feel the same? We'd feel the same way if we were brewing Lipton. You mm-hmm. know? Like, yeah. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to upgrade your tea. Like finding like a local tea shop that sells like loose leaf and traditional tea. Mm-hmm. Again, look for these white, green, oolong, black, and pu'er, and see if they can let you taste them, mm-hmm. and see if you like them from a flavor perspective, and from just a feeling perspective, and then see if you enjoy the time with like the person who's serving your tea. Mm-hmm. And if you like it some more, you can make your own tea practice if you like. You know, collect. Different teapots so that you can serve tea to your friends and hold space for them. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice way to break the ice because if you're like, "Hey, friends, come over," we already ate already. Sorry, <laughs> or like, "Oh, I don't drink wine, so yeah. I can't come over," or "I don't smoke, so I can't come over," which is a problem I have a lot. Yeah, right? um, like no, we can make tea. Yeah, and it becomes an excuse to like hold space for them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it and it will follow you. Like the tea will just follow you on your journey. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy you brought your tea tray at my party. <laughs> yeah, I was really happy too. I met so many cool people. Yay! And yeah, just back to roots from like what we've shared before. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to, whenever I get my RV finished, I want to essentially just hold space for people too. Just oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah, RV tea tea party. <laughs> Dude, the 21 hour tea sesh mm-hmm. was in the back of a converted Chevrolet. Sick. <laughs> for 21 hours. Sick. So I'm just saying, like, you might be like, RB, I'll invite you. <laughs> yeah, you can totally do it. Yay. Yeah, yeah. And I think you'd be really good at holding space, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, as you have right now. Yeah, well, it's, it's a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, where, good. where can we find you online or maybe in person? Or? Yeah, so Vegas, folks. If you're here in Vegas, I host um, tea workshops pretty regularly at the local tea shop. It's called Tea and Whisk. Wonderful spot. I know them because I used to sell tea to them before I left the industry. So I, I, I have tea workshops there. There are lots of really fun events there, like socials and casual mm-hmm. tea tastings. It can be as casual or as intense as you like. That's the fun thing about tea. Mm-hmm. So I do that there. Online, um, you can find me at teacurious.com. And I'll put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, and then you can find me also on Instagram quite um, actively at Tea Curious. Mm-hmm. The tea community on Instagram is immense because mm-hmm. it's very global mm-hmm. and it helps us connect a lot. That makes sense. And yeah, you can follow just daily tea practice, um, the art and science. And, and I love her photos. Yeah, modern practice. <laughs> and yeah, me trying to take photos because I just want to capture how tea makes me feel amazing. So. Mm-hmm. They're That's beautiful. I always, <laughs> I, I, ever since I met you, I'm like, your tea photos are so beautiful. Oh, thanks. That means a lot coming from Rosemary Pardo, so. <laughs> but thank you again for being here. Of course. Thank you. You, you. you don't have anything else to say? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. All right, this cool. Yay. 
So let me know whatever your favorite tea is. And if you learned something new today, uh, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Us know. please share. We yeah. always love to share. And I love to hear from every single new person who has a tea experience. Yay. Let me know. Yay. We learn better together. Yeah, you know? of course. And that's why I'm here to talk to other people to hopefully spread knowledge to you. And I'm learning too. I learned a lot too. I always learn. Yeah, I'm always that's, learning. The, that's the thing I love. Like, always learning. Always learning. Yay. It's lovely. Woohoo! Okay, hey, until next time. High five. <laughs> Bye. Oh, I gotta pee. I drank What's too that? much. I gotta pee. Drank too much tea. <laughs> <laughs>